Well, a very pleasant good afternoon to you, wherever you may be joining us from. Uh, live from Kate Street Seafood Station in downtown Hammond, I'm Damon Sunday, and we've got Inside Southeastern Baseball with Matt Reiser, presented by Creighton Townsend Homes for you this afternoon as uh, Southeastern goes 2-2 two and two during the week, uh, including knocking off nationally ranked UL Lafayette at home 5-4. That was an exciting one back and forth, and then T.J. Salvaggio with the late home run to give Southeastern the win as we welcome aboard uh, Southeastern head coach Matt Reiser and coach uh, uh, two and two week, but uh, kind of getting back in the right direction. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, obviously we knew we uh, we would have a hands full this week, but we we're back at home after a, a miserable week last week. And, you know, one swing of the bat, one play here, you know, uh, ball doesn't fall in and, and it's a little bit different week for us. So we're, we're close. I mean, it, it's it's really close to being where we want it to be, but uh, obviously still still not there. I mean, we've we got ourselves in the position now. We're kind of backed in a corner, uh, but we got to continue to show our will and our fight. Uh, that was kind of my message after the weekend that, you know, I mean, we battled all three games or, you know, for the weekend and all four games for the week. We had four one-run games. Two we won, two we lost. And, you know, also you can go back in those one-run games and see things that you did right to win the games and things you did wrong to, to lose some games. And, you know, an execution here, call there, bounce here, and go, go your way. So, you know, when you play a good team, that's most of them going to be close. Uh, you got to do a good job of, of being more consistent in what we're doing execution-wise. And uh, we'll come on top of a few more of those games, uh, you know, instead of being 500 at 2-2. Two and two. Well, uh, we've got plenty to talk about here. Is uh, obviously, as you said, four one-run games, uh, some very exciting ball games, some very tense ball games yep. over the last week, uh, and then uh, obviously a little bit different look to the schedule moving forward. You got a midweek game against Jackson State coming up uh, tomorrow evening uh, back at the Pat. It's a nine-game homestand, but with the quirk that uh, after yep. that Jackson State game, you don't take the field for about ten days. Yeah, 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 weird, you know, uh, kind of a different schedule set up. Obviously, you know, with all the conference realignment, it, it's kind of put us in this position where, um, you know, we've got a bye weekend and not many teams in the country have byes in the middle of conference play. So uh, it was so late we were un unable to fulfill it. Uh, so we'll, we'll get back after it on the field tomorrow night, and, and it'll be good to be able to get back out there after, obviously, this weekend and, and obviously, yesterday's ball game, the, the tough extra and loss that we had uh, to get back in the right direction. And then, you know, uh, obviously, you got 10 days to get healthy and get, you know, uh, some things uh, taken care of and, and get us back in the right direction because the second half, obviously, of conference play, we've got to be much, much better than what we were in the first half. Obviously, you've had uh, a few injuries that uh, have caused you to kind of shuffle a few things around. Obviously, Will Kinsler coming back after missing a yep. week. Uh, we'll kind of get more in-depth on him as we talk about it. But uh, overall, how, how's uh, Ken's feeling right now? Yeah, no, he was great on Friday. And, you know, we'll talk a little bit more in-depth. You know, he was obviously on a pitch count after missing last week and uh, getting the injection into the shoulder for the shoulder impingement. So, uh, But I thought he was fantastic, and he recovered really well this weekend. I just got out of the uh, <clears throat> meeting with our trainer, with, with Cruz Dunn, and we were kind of doing the assessment on everybody. And that was the one positive we had. That yeah, Yes, he obviously felt great on Friday. Our fans saw that. We saw that. Pitched five shutout innings. But, you know, the next question was how did he recover, and, and he's recovered really, really well for – um, you know, for the weeks to come. So that was good to see. Um, you know, saw Pierce Levin good back in the lineup again uh, after his month of hiatus with, you know, his foot injuries out of the boot and uh, also gave us a spark there in the lineup. You, you see it's a different.
different lineup when we get somebody that physical in the lineup to be able to do what he's got to do and it makes helps kind of relieve some of the pressure on some other guys to be able to do what they got to do as well so I, I think it just makes us a more complete lineup from that standpoint uh, and yeah so we're slowly but surely getting a few of these pieces back together and, and getting them where we need to be and uh, make this run we need to in the second half of conference play. Uh, another player that we saw this week that we hadn't seen in a couple of weeks Christian Garcia yep. uh, I know he was in and out of the lineup and I know this is kind of a uh, it's an injury that's not going away so kind right. of what is his status at this point yeah yeah you know, he's got the UCL tear and uh, we, we sat down and discussed in length of his options and um, you know what Dr. Savoy had gave him option wise and uh, he said look coach I want him to do whatever I can to help this team this year go you know I, I want to I want to be involved uh, so he pushed his surgery back to the summer uh, we looked at the timeline of it and the ability to be able to back swing the bat for fall ball next year and not hamper him for another year right mm-hmm. uh, we're all in, in consistent uh, agreement that uh, that's that, that we can still do what we need to do this season uh, m- you know kind of manage the pain manage the situation the way we taped it up uh, you saw him out in right field there on, on Saturday uh, got a chance to get back out there and start and obviously was able to make the throws he needed to make uh, with less pain than what he had been having so uh, and then also got back to get some live ABs I mean I think that's the biggest thing getting into this is you know we want that bat back in there and that energy that spark back in there um, you know we got some live ABs didn't have the success he wanted by any means but you know obviously just to be able to get him back in there and get him those reps I think it'll it'll pay huge dividends down the line once the end of the season comes around all right we're hanging out at Kate Street Seafood Station for lunch here this afternoon and uh We'll be here until about 1 o'clock this afternoon. Come and join us. Uh, Damon Sunday hanging out with you. And, and head coach Matt Reiser, this is Inside Southeastern Baseball uh, with Matt Reiser, presented by Creighton Townsend Homes on the Southeastern Sports Radio Network. Back here at Cage Street Seafood Station as we get you ready for another week of Southeastern baseball, an, an abbreviated week as we kind of talked about a little there with head coach uh, Matt Reiser and uh, you know, just one game uh, and then a 10-day stretch. But uh, you yeah. got Jackson State coming in tomorrow and uh, a, a chance to get healthy. But in the last week, taking a look, uh, two and two uh, wins over number 28-ranked UL Lafayette and then uh, – Took one of three against uh, conference rival McNeese. Uh, and this was – actually, that was one of those series that probably at the beginning of the year everybody's thinking is yeah. going to be the series of the year yep. in the Southland Conference. And it may still turn out that way depending on what happens down the stretch. But uh, it was uh, definitely a different vibe coming in, Coach, uh, as uh, both teams kind of looking to struggling. find something and a little yep. bit struggling a little bit and trying to get things going. But uh, let's take a look at that uh, – uh, win over UL Lafayette to get things going here is Tyler Finke had a really good week at 421 during the week and was your leading hitter eight hits uh, a couple of runs batted in a couple of runs scored a stolen base kind of uh, all around a week for for Tyler as uh, he had hits in every game and this game was the one where he really turned it on as he's three for five against UL Lafayette but it's a game that uh, you don't get off to the greatest start as uh, they come right out the box swinging and uh, score two runs in the first inning, but you answer immediately. Yeah, no, no doubt. Um, yeah, we started Aaron Hosack, you know, got the, the start again there, and uh, we were still up in the air of what we are going to do on Friday night from a starting standpoint. So we we talked about Jack Walker possibly starting a midweek game, but we needed him available for Friday if Kinsler couldn't go. We had thrown the bullpen, but needed to see how he recovered. So Hosack got the start, and, uh, you know, again, not, not what he – the start he wanted. He gave up two runs in the first inning there. He gave up a home run, leadoff home run, but – 
he settled in, uh, navigated some traffic there a little bit for the first couple of innings, and that's really all we needed. We had, you know, obviously the full bullpen being on a Wednesday night. You know, obviously the the catch part of that is you need to do what you can to make sure you don't, you know, uh, exhaust the bullpen for for the weekend series or you know especially Friday night. You know, with going with Kinsler, knew we were going to need the bullpen. You know, we knew we had him on the pitch count, so <clears throat> you know we didn't know exactly where we were going to get to at that point. But um, I, I thought we did a really good job pitching out of the bullpen that night. I, I thought you know we had multiple guys come out and, and make some appearances there and uh, handle some situations they needed to handle. I thought Trey Harrington was really good in his outing. I thought Reed Reynolds, even though he gave up, uh, I think the solo home run did a great job of just kind of limiting it to what it was and not making it more than what it was. Um, you know, and then you got to see Connor Spencer again out there and uh, obviously Jackson Rodriguez, Lance Love, the whole nine yards. You know, we used the entire bullpen to make sure we got that win and got back on track. You know, after the UNO series, <clears throat> we talked about it. We wanted to go back to just, hey, man, oh, no, let's, let's, we hit the reset button. Let's go back to where we need to be. And uh, obviously the, the the previous week was uh, was was embarrassing. Uh, you know, our, 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 our Thursday doubleheader getting swept at UNO was um, just, you know, again, not what we wanted. And really felt like it was kind of a hangover in all honesty from Tuesday night. Had Southern Miss beat, uh, you know, gave up the six run in and late in the, in the bottom of the eighth to lose the game. That kind of manifested into the weekend as well. So we felt like Wednesday night was a really important night to, to get that win, obviously over a quality club with, you know, number 20 whatever in the country. Um, they had been playing really, really well, feeling really good about what they were doing. So, you know, we, we had plans of to, hey, man, let's do what we got to do to win this game so we can ride that momentum into the weekend. And uh, I think it helped us. I think, it, in all honesty, I thought we played better baseball throughout their entire week. And uh, well, obviously the record's 2-2 two and two for the week, but not what we wanted uh, from a result standpoint. But I thought our process was just much better. Our comments looked better. Uh, just what we looked at as, as far as who we are and what we are, I thought looked much, much, much better this week. And then it was because of that game there on Wednesday night. Now, you score uh, in each of the first three innings. Uh, you score off of three of the four pitchers that uh, pitch in the ball game, and I say three of the four. Etheridge came in and, and faced one batter and got the last batter that they yep. needed to yep. get out. So, so really, you scored against basically everybody that pitched yep. in the ball game, and, and it was one that kind of carried throughout. And uh, I think that was kind of the – the fact that, you know, the way things have been going, you got punched in the mouth early, but you responded. Yeah, well, and that's exactly it. That's what we've been kind of harping on, you know, the the, the counters. Uh, we talk about counters. If they score, we have to score the next half inning. So, uh, obviously, we did that there on uh, on Wednesday. You know, they get up two. They score two in the top of the first and the bottom of the first, we score. And then we talk about responding after we score, we've got to throw up zeros, right? And obviously we did that again there uh, on Wednesday night after we had scored two, we throw up a zero. We score one, we throw up another zero. We score one, they score one, we didn't respond. So, again, then these counters, we want to be over 50%. We feel like if we're in a ball game where we've got uh, our counters in that 60 to, you know, 65% range, then we're going to be in good shape. And, uh, and obviously there on, on uh, Wednesday night, we, we won the counter battle. Um, you know, and, again, I think that's important for us. It keeps us a little bit more in the moment. You know, so if you do get down early, get down a little bit big early, or even if you're up, right, if you get up and score some runs <clears throat> early, uh, it keeps you in the grind of not looking at the score board and just keep playing the game in by inning and uh, I thought we did a really good job of that there on, on Wednesday night. Um, some of the highlights you take a look Bryce Grzaffi three for three at the bottom yep. of the order and he got on base in all four trips yep. to the plate and he had been struggling a little bit offensively um, yep. he, but he's been able to play multiple positions for you kind of help you out here and there kind of that utility type yep. but obviously his bread and butter is behind the plate being able to, to work with the pitchers and throw guys out and and to go three for three at the bottom of the order, provide a spark down there, yep. 
and uh, he's got the speed. Once he gets on base, it's not a catcher on base, basically. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. I mean, extremely athletic, and uh, like you said, Bryce is one of our guys' mainstays from last year that hasn't had the year he's wanted offensively by any means, and um, you know, but he's continued to work. You know, him and Coach Pim have, have worked, uh, you know, a ton on his swing and getting him back to where he needs to be, and you know, obviously, you know, to be able to have some success in that lineup. And it was good to see that there on Wednesday night. You know, that now the, the defensive catcher became your offensive piece too, right? Uh, we knew Lafayette liked to run a lot. Uh, obviously, Bryce's arm and what he does back there uh, kind of eliminates that from the beginning. They know Bryce, they know his arm, and then they were kind of a little more reluctant to run on him. Uh, and I think he even had two caught stealing as well behind mm-hmm. the dish. So, uh, you know, played really, really well there Wednesday night. And, again, that, that's, that's some of the stuff we're talking about. You know, some of these guys that have been mainstays in line that haven't had the years they've wanted to have, they've got to start producing and having some of that production. That way we can go and start winning games. And uh, Bryce did that there on Wednesday night, and I think it was a huge contributor to the reason we won. I think one of the telling things as you talk about a guy that, that's been in the program and as opposed to some of the younger guys who are still learning the Division One game is – while he's been struggling offensively, he hadn't carried that over into the field with him. Yeah, no, he's done a good job. I mean, he's done a good job of, of just, you know, keep working and, and keep wanting, obviously, once more, right, opportunities. But, you know, again, cashing on those opportunities like Wednesday night, he knows the role he's been kind of put into. And he, he had probably a pretty good indication he was going to start Wednesday night with the run game that Lafayette had and uh, obviously what McNeese had this weekend. So, uh, again, just say, man, t- you got to cash in those opportunities. And if you do, then you're going to get more of those. And, um, and obviously he did that there on Wednesday night. So, Good to see. You know, again, thought we pitched well out of the bullpen. I thought the guys that we needed to show up showed up. Uh, you know, Tyler Finke, uh, you know, Manola, uh, I thought he had a good night as well. So, uh, and also Gray is down there at the bottom of the lineup. So, it just looked more like us. It was good to see. Uh, it was good to get get that monkey off our back, the struggle we'd had the last two weeks just from an offensive standpoint, just as a, as a club in general. So, uh, to be able to get that monkey off our back there on Wednesday night, I thought it paid huge dividends to start working into the weekend. I uh, talked about the bullpen. Connor Spencer, you were able to extend yep. him a little bit, inning in two-thirds. And and you probably could have gone longer with him, but I'm, you wanted to go with the matchup as you bring Jackson Rodriguez, the left-hander, yep. in. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Uh, you know, that, again, I thought our energy coming off the mound was fantastic. And I told those guys that after on, on Thursday when I was from game notes, man, just the uh, – hey, man, every, again, everybody wants to be the guy to get the guy out or get the big hit or make the big play. Uh, that's the competitor inside of you. But in the same sense is when somebody else is called upon, make sure you have the same trust in them that you do in yourself and make sure you energize them the same way. Uh, Connor Spencer did that, man. I mean, obviously when, uh, you know, when J-Rod came in, I mean, just the way he, you know, hey, man, thanking all the guys on, on the field and, uh, hey, bud, here, here's your ball. Hey, man, did, did ours, you know, time for you to do yours type of deal. And so I just thought that was a, a really, uh, really, really – uh, good vibe for what we did. You know, again, Jackson goes out there. He takes care of what he needs to, and then we end up going to love for the last out. Um, easy, you know, for people to question, hey, man, what are you doing? How are you doing this? Blah, blah, blah. Nope. Hey, man, coach, you said that's what we need to do. That's what we're going to do to go in this ball game. And love comes out there and, you know, obviously strikes out the last batter to get the save. So uh, great to see that interaction. That That's what we talk about with the team, man. That's what we talk about with trust. And, you know, uh, again, it's it's easy to do that when everything's going right. Uh, it's difficult to do that when things aren't going your way, right? And we had been in a two-week of, uh, of you know, just not playing good baseball by any means in any sense of direction. Uh, so to be able to trust that there on Wednesday night and do what we did, I think it was a huge reason of why we won that ball game there. Uh, speaking of Lance Love coming in, and, and just to talk about the quality of his stuff and kind of why he's in that situation, uh, Max Marshock looked like he was sitting off speed, and he, he, he got it. 
Yeah, and, still can and Love buckled his knees. Yeah, I mean, just again, it's a it's a real breaking ball. It's a uh, it's a real competitor, and, and <laughs> people talk about the breaking ball, but it's a real fastball too. So uh, he's got enough on both sides that you have to honor it. So even when you are sitting the breaking ball, you still got that fastball in the back of your mind a little bit. So uh, no, Lance has been great, man. He's really matured. You know, the the amount of growth that he's had over the last year, um, obviously physically but mentally as well, uh, has been great to see and needs to continue to kind of transcend through our entire club. Now, over the course of the week, he played four games. We saw a lot of Jackson Rodriguez he and did. Lance Love. And yep. the, I think the interesting thing about uh, Jackson Rodriguez, not only the fact uh, that he's able to bounce back like he is, but you haven't had many left-handed relievers uh, yep. over the course of your 10 years here. And now you got a, an opportunity where you can kind of play the percentages and, and – and also matchups. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, and, and, you know, and J-Rod, man, he's a competitor. Like you said, he's got a rubber arm. He bounces back extremely well. And uh, he, he came up to me on Saturday night after game. Coach, I'll be ready for tomorrow. I said, I, I know you will, bud. Uh, you know, obviously he'd already thrown in three games. You know, again, they're, they're limited pitches that he's throwing, but just the ability to have to get hot and have to go back out mm -hmm. there and throw competitive pitches. Uh, and he does. He's got a rubber arm. He can get hot quick. It's not a guy that takes, you know, 10, 15 minutes to get loose. He'll go down there sometimes, throw five bullets. So, yep, yep, skip, I'm ready to rock and roll. So, uh, but uh, he's a young man who wants it. Uh, he's a young man that we trust because of his competitive level and uh, his willingness to go out there and, and just go compete compete and trust his stuff and so yeah it, it's been nice to have him uh I, again not not didn't want to have to go to him again yesterday but hey man it was the right moment to do it and we went after it and uh and again he attacked it the way he was supposed to and uh you know it, it was good to see him um at least to say I don't, I don't think you'll see him to tomorrow night we'll give him his rest and then obviously he's got 10 days to get right and get ready for the second half of conference play well you got jackson state coming up tomorrow night we'll talk about that in a little bit and uh well i, I think one everybody wants to talk about is this McNeese series. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we'll a delve into series. that coming up uh, here in a few minutes as well. As we're hanging out on the patio at Kate Street Seafood Station, you can join us here each and every Monday at noon. Damon Sunday filling in for Alan Waddell this week. He's uh, uh, We're trying to find president a new president of the university, and he's on the, uh, the search committee. So they've got candidates in town here uh, today and tomorrow interviewing on campus. And so – so Alan is uh, taking care of that. Uh, obviously, he's president of the LAA and 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 you know runs Busy his man. own business. He's he's very business, and we're very appreciative of the time that he's able to 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 help us out here, uh, both on the air and then uh, with the LAA as well. So no doubt. And uh, well, belated happy birthday to him, and he snuck yep. that in over the weekend <laughs> as well. Well, we'll go ahead and take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk about that McNeese series. Uh, very intense. Three one-run games and a couple of comebacks, uh, one for each team. This is Inside Southeastern Baseball, presented by Creighton Townsend Homes, live from Kate Street Seafood Station. Welcome back, Kate Street Seafood Station in downtown Hammond. This is Inside Southeastern Baseball with Matt Reiser, presented by Creighton Townsend Homes. As uh, we'll delve into some Southland Conference baseball in the weekend series against McNeese, as uh, we're taking a look at the conference standings here in between, Coach. And uh, I, this is not what anybody expected at, at this point. I think if you take a look at the preseason poll, the uh, the top three, uh, four teams are in the bottom half of the Southland Conference. Yep. It's it's completely flipped, basically. I think the only one that's about in, is Northwestern State was picked middle of the pack, yep. and technically they're there, but in the, the way that everything's listed, they've got them in second place. But it's because right now 
and we talk about it every year, and I think we we maybe beat a dead horse here, but right. the, the fact is that it, it's such tight competition and then the standings are always a jumbled mess. Everybody within a couple of games, uh, four games, at, you're halfway through the regular season, four games separates first to last place, and right now Incarnate Word sitting in first place. I don't think anybody saw that one. Yeah, no, I, I think the series with us at our place, they came here and obviously won and they rode that momentum. I mean, Look again. It's 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 dealing with uh, <clears throat> the consistency of of the human beings, right? That we're that we're coaching, and uh, you know, uh, again, I think the teams that uh, can consistently show up. I mean, uh, will be the team that have the most success. It's not about the most talented team. It's it's about the team that consistently compete the right way, can completely handle, uh, consistently handle adversity, and 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 consistently expect to win. And uh, some of that you ride off the highs of, of winning, like UIW, I think, is doing right now. Do, do I think they're a good club? Sure. Yeah, they're they're fine. Uh, do I think they're the best team in the conference? I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, again, you see the mixed bag of what it yeah. is. but uh, And you see how close the standings are, too. So nobody's really running away with this thing. Uh, obviously, we're, we're not – you know, my main focus is us. Uh, we're not nearly – obviously, never dreamed of being in this position. But this is what it is, uh, and that's the reality of it. And so now we've got to figure out how to get back to where we want to be. And, uh, you know, obviously, I think this uh, this game tomorrow night to be able to get back – on the field after yesterday's game and then a 10-day hiatus before we play again. Uh, I didn't want to take a break like this, uh, but maybe it's a, a blessing in disguise to be able to get back the second half of the of the conference play and get back to where we need to be to uh, to do what we've got to do and then still have everything right there in front of us you know, to have the season we want to have. Well, you've got a 10-day a, a window coming up. Uh, no conference series. Is con- nothing this coming weekend, right. but no conference series. And it comes at the exact middle of your conference schedule. Yep. Um, so if there's one thing is that, okay, you're halfway through, you know you've got the other half coming up yep. after a chance to kind of get right. Uh, you got Jackson State coming up Tuesday and then the break to, to, to work on some things and to get healthy. Um, but speaking of getting healthy, you had a couple of guys get back in the lineup this weekend, yeah. and we saw them against McNeese. Um, Friday night's ball game starts out. You carry over some of that momentum from uh, really the did. win against UL Lafayette, and you jump on them early. You get a run in the second inning. Uh, you explode for four in the fourth, and you lead five nothing after five. And Will Kinsler is is taking that that early lead and running with it. Yeah, uh, no doubt. I mean, I, I thought we did a great job. You know, we're facing Grant Rogers. Uh, you know, who, who's been uh, the best in the conference uh, to date it was a reigning. Uh, pitcher of the year last year and, and looks like he's on the same path again this year and uh, has not been touched like that all year. I think he's given up nine earned runs and eight starts and we got uh, I think five and scored six total on there on uh, on Friday night. So had a great plan, uh, did what we had to. We did a great job of executing some things to continue to add to the scoreboard. Uh, but like you said, a tell of kind of two games. I mean, we had the five nothing lead. Uh, we got Kinsler out because of the pitch count. I know a lot of people were asking that question, like why would you take Kinsler out there? That doesn't make any sense. We, we had an assessment of what we need to do. And, again, yes, we, we do need to win. At the same time, we do have the health of our, our young men. So uh, did I want to run back out there? Absolutely. But I thought we were in a place that we needed to uh, to turn it over the bullpen. Uh, I, I thought Reed Reynolds, hey amen, he, he was good for us. You know, he gave up the one run, but he made it what it was. Uh, obviously, Trey Harrington, you know, had a had – a, 
the outing he didn't want. I mean, he's had good outings all year long. Uh, and this is maybe playing, I don't know, Wednesday to Friday, only having a day in between. Felt like he was ready to rock and roll. Felt like his stuff was fine. Uh, and, you know, again, he hung an 0-2 breaking ball early uh, to Gonzalez, and I think that kind of complicated his outing after that. And then we go walk, double walk, and uh, and then we had to work our way out of some situations. So we've got to go to the other part of the bullpen, you know, a little earlier than what we wanted to. Uh, you know, we get out of the situation 5-4, uh, you know, Love comes in, and he's doing a great job of getting extended. They do tie it up 5-5, five, five, but, hey, man, we showed some resilience, man. We hit the – get the big hit. Um, Manola hits a home run there in the bottom of the eighth, and uh, let's go let's go finish off the game. And, you know, this is this is baseball. This is – you know, I, I love the game a, a lot, but it, it rips my soul out sometimes, and, and Friday night was one of those, you know. Um, unfortunately, we didn't make a play at second base. The leadoff guy, um, you know, we walk a guy. Now we got first and second. We get two big outs. We get Burkell out. Man, that was just oh, great. I mean, that that dude, he can hit. I mean, he's one of the best in the, in, in the conference. And when we got him to pop out, you feel really good about where we're at. We get the next guy out. Uh, and then I'll see, you know, hey, man, you, you got to tip your hat to Duhon. Uh, Love makes a great pitch. Duhon does enough to fight it off. And just dumps it in with two strikes right over ahead to score two runs. I mean, you know, an, another two feet and it's foul or an, another five feet. Uh, ball stays in the air for a half second longer. We catch it and we're out of the ball game. We win the ball game and just it, it kind of is what it is. And then, you know, again, we showed resilience in this. We come back. We put a couple guys on base. Um, you know, they go to Abraham to, to try to close it out and we hit into the double play to end the ball game with a guy in scoring position. Uh, you know, so we get the we get the win and run up to the plate or on base. Uh, just, you know, obviously we didn't, we didn't come through in that situation. And uh, again, just a, a great heavyweight bout back and forth. We expected that all weekend. We knew what it was going to be. Uh, and Friday night uh, obviously did not disappoint. I, th I thought it was uh, a back and forth game. And, and uh, obviously somebody's got to win it. Uh, unfortunately, it wasn't the good guys. Uh, we talk about that spark early. Uh, and, and we talked about Pierce Levengood and what he kind of brings to the yeah, lineup when he's in yeah. there. And you really saw it on Friday night because it, it that was – it was a much different look as far oh, yeah. as uh, not only the confidence, but also just kind of the way McNeese was going about pitching the lineup was a little bit different because they knew that, that Pierce is down there and providing the power and Diddy, a double and a two-run home run yep. in the ball game, and obviously a big portion of why you jumped out on Grant Rogers early. No doubt, yeah. I mean, he splits a gap early for backside double and, and got us into a good position to score a run there and then also hits the two-run homer uh, and sparks that, you know, that fourth inning for us the four runs that we score. So, uh, yeah, it was just, again, it's great to get him back. You know, we, we've talked about this lineup. We've talked about the injuries we've had and trying to get some other guys that, you know, that they're freshmen and hey man, new guys that we're trying to get going a little bit. But when you get a guy like this who's supposed to be a guy that's you know helping this lineup go um, and back in the lineup, and he does, you know, it, it was great to see. And, and I think that really kind of sparked our offense to do what we had to do uh, there on Friday night against Rogers. And, and Bryce Grzappi back in there again because yep. one of the things we talk obviously his arm, but uh, this week you were playing two teams that were in the top 10 in nationally in stolen bases yep. as uh, as you were as well. Yep. Um, so you knew this was going to be a running week, and you relied heavily on Grizzafi behind the dish this week, and, and he's back out there. He gets another hit, drives in a run. Yep. Um, so, again, continuing to kind of carry over that momentum from earlier in the week and, and just continuing to produce. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, had, had a couple good at-bats. Actually, we scored the first run. He hits a hard ball in the, in the hole there in the sixth hole <clears throat> uh, that the shortstop couldn't handle and make the play to first base, and that's how we score our first run. So, yeah, he, he kind of continued to feed off that, <clears throat> that offense that he had there on Wednesday night. 
so it was good to see. Again, we're talking about some of those mainstays that need to be in the lineup, need to mm-hmm. contribute, that have not contributed to the point that they need to to this date, uh, started to contribute. So I just thought we did a really good job of kind of reassessing some things and resetting the button where, hey, man, we're 0-0. Don't look at the past numbers. Don't look at what you've done, whether it's good or bad, right? I really don't care. Let's move forward uh, from that, that UNO series, and I thought the guys had done a good job of that. Unfortunately, it didn't go our way there Friday night, but uh, obviously I think we handled it well there to go into Saturday. Uh, another one that uh, obviously his bat is not producing right now in Rhett Rosevere, but he, he's he's a good eye at the plate. He walked up multiple yeah. times this weekend. He got hit by a pitch again, which had actually been quite a while for him, which was kind of odd. But and at the same time, he's getting on base, which that starts to help kind of eventually if you can – Yep. Get on, and then the hits start to come, hopefully. For well, him. well, you look at the outs, right? You always want to reflect on the ABs where they're getting out, and uh, his outs this week have, were, were ten times better. I mean, I can think of one where he, he drilled the pitcher and it bounced off and bounced mm-hmm. right to the shortstop. They throw him out of first base. Right. Uh, he had one, I think it was yesterday, down the line, great approach. You know, it already had one hit on the game. Uh, a guy who threw really well yesterday and, and goes to the field, third baseman dives, makes a nice play on him. So his, his outs are becoming more consistent of what, Rhett Rosevere looks like and what he's supposed to be. And uh, and so it's good to see his at-bats, you know, trending in the right direction. Uh, and the interesting thing is if you take a look, okay, so now he's a junior. He's halfway through his junior year. You start to take a look at historically what he's done. He's kind of gotten off to some slow starts each of his, each season. But come the latter half when the weather starts to heat up and, and, and you get to, you know, the last couple of weeks of the regular season and in the tournament time, his bat really gets going and starts to provide power as well. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, he's a guy who gets stronger as the year goes along. And, um, you know, again, he's trending in that direction. So we want to see him continue to do that, you know, obviously and, and work through these next – obviously the ball game tomorrow, but the next 10 days to be ready for conference play when Lamar comes in town. Uh, the interesting thing, when we talked about Grant Rogers, and I don't really talk – like to harp too much on oppo- oppo- opponents and, and players, but yeah. – um, you start to see why he's put up the numbers he's put up no this doubt. year. Is uh, while you know you jump on him offensively early, he manages to to basically manage the load, and he continues to go. And you yeah. quietly look up in the the seventh eighth inning, and he's still in the ball game. Right. He's all of his. He's retired at one point eleven in a row before yep. he finally gets knocked out of the ball game. But he's a guy that when you talk about in this conference a, a true ace. Yep. Uh, that's what he is, and also that. That also says a lot for the what you were able to do offensively against him. Yeah, no doubt. I, I mean, look, he's he is what he is. He's he's a he's a great competitor. He works for great tempo. I think we got through those first four innings in about forty five minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, we were on record breaking pace with him and Kinsler. Uh, but yeah, no, he's a, he's a fantastic young man. And Coach Hill and I spoke about him. He said, "Hey, man, he's he's my leader. Like he doesn't do charts. He's the guy that's getting energy up in the dugout." So. Uh, and you can see that. You can see that in his presentation on the mound and how he carries himself and, uh, you know, that, hey, man, it's not just about him. It's about that team. He's going to do whatever he has to, to to help them win. And and him going seven and a third, even though he gave up six runs, is a perfect example of that, that, hey, man, you know, he's he's a young man that's going to continue to go regardless of what the circumstances are. Uh, he's not just going to mail it in that day. He's going to continue to compete until he throws his last pitch. Uh, in the same sense that you say, hey, man, that's, uh, that's what our offense could do. I mean, we're facing the best guy in the conference and, in all honesty, one of the best guys we've seen all year uh, from an overall standpoint of the pitchability and what his ball does and uh, we had a lot of success with that on Friday night so I think that gave us some confidence you know we've struggled really heavily the last couple weeks offensively uh, that really gave us some confidence to be able to move forward into the weekend and you know to keep that offense going. 
Well, the uh, the Friday night ball game kind of set the tone for the weekend as far as uh, how tight the ball games would be, how intense they would be, and so we're going to hold over and we'll, we'll combine the Saturday and Sunday uh, when we come back here as you're listening to Inside Southeastern Baseball with Matt Reiser presented by Creighton Townsend Home live from the patio here at Kate Street Seafood Station in downtown Hammond. This is Inside Southeastern Baseball with Matt Reiser presented by Creighton Townsend Home live from the patio at K Street Seafood Station. And uh, well, we're talking uh, about the weekend series against McNeese and uh, uh, the, the Friday game set the tone for the weekend and you roll into Saturday and Saturday's an ex- almost a mirror image of what happened on yep. Friday night as McNeese jumps out early. They take a 3-0 lead going into the bottom of the sixth inning. And, Coach, you know this is the first time that they've had a lead through six innings and they've lost a game all year. There you go. Well, you know, uh, no better time than now to get that first one. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I thought we did a good job of handling some things. You know, Landry got off uh, to an okay start for us. You know, I mean, he, he put us in the right position. And uh, offensively, man, we just, you know, I, I felt like we had some barrels early and then, uh, just couldn't get a whole lot of things going, and so sometimes it takes, you know, uh, some discipline at the plate to do that. And, and so they went to the bullpen. I thought we did a really, really good job of not playing to the hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the young man threw the same way he's thrown all year uh, in the reliever and molar, but we did a good job of laying off a really good pitch. I mean, he's got a changeup that uh, dives out the zone. He gets a lot of soft contact on it. He gets a lot of swing and miss on it. But if you can do a good enough job to take it, then obviously it can be a ball, and, and you can start to get some base runners on, and then, you know, ball falls here, ball falls there. You start scoring some runs. So uh, I thought they did a really good job with him uh, coming in. Uh, we continue to kind of keep that approach of just kind of get it back to us and invite him back to us and, and did a good job of taking uh, advantage of some strike zone, you know, stuff that they had going. So guess back in the ballgame, right? Uh, and then it was a matter of just, you know, hey, man, we talked about these counters, right, this back and forth. If they score, we score. If they score, we score. Uh, and then when we score, let's throw up a zero. But if they don't, then guess what we got to do? We got to score again. So you see that there, obviously, the back and forth at the end of the game, just a fantastic job of, of both teams going back and forth and uh, to where, hey, man, we were more resilient that night. We did a better job of of just outlasting them. Again, it's a big heavyweight bout. Everybody thought it was going to be one versus two, not whatever it was, five versus six in the mm-hmm. conference standings. But uh, still, you know, uh, again, just a, a two really good clubs that love to compete and get after it. And so uh, we were able to throw that last punch there, obviously, in the, in the bottom half of the eighth. Uh, Champ Ortiz comes through with a big knock. And, you know, we just we, we did some things we needed to do. Uh, we get a guy on. You know, we end up stealing second base, pissing scoring position. Uh, and then we get the big hit with two outs and, and obviously uh, go finish that thing off there with J-Rod and uh, you know it was really neat to see you know the guy who beat us the night before and Duhon, you know, with the, the blooper over the third baseman's head, is the same guy in the same position, right, to be able to do some things again to, to be the hero, uh, and we get him to strike out to end the game. So uh, I just thought we handled some things really, really well, man. And, uh, again, man, if you weren't entertained after Monday or after Friday and Saturday, man, uh, <laughs> Sunday was definitely going to be entertaining with obviously everything that's gone back and forth and transpired through the weekend. Well, so you get a comeback victory for both teams through the yep. first uh, two games of the series, uh, setting you up for Sunday. But uh, – Something on Saturday evening, you start to see a little bit of jawing back and forth, yeah. and, and it leads to some some emotional response. And yeah. and and this kind of actually, I think, I'd say, does it go back to last year during the tournament, or is this the case of that? To me, what it it looks like is is just two teams that are very emotional, high. Uh, 
high-powered teams that get yeah. get so amped up when they're when they're competing that it's just the emotion of the ball game that's carrying over as well. Yeah, you know, obviously both teams are extremely competitive. Uh, you know, uh, you know, their their guys, our guys. You know, Coach Hill and I have, have been friends for a long time, and he runs this program very similar to the way we run ours. You know, uh, he he wants competitive kids that love to win and and uh, essentially try to do anything they can to, to make that happen for their club and not for themselves. So uh, when you get in that type of environment and two teams are very similar, sometimes, you know, tempers can flare a little bit. And, again, we're dealing with 18- to 20-year-old young men uh, you know, that have some immaturities about them that, you know, again, don't handle some situations necessarily the correct way, but you don't blame them because you don't want the competitor to go away type of deal. So, uh, yeah, we got to play at the plate. You know, we go to review. That's, that was what I was trying to figure out where, I don't know, we had a replay call it a return we take the lead and uh, I thought it was going to be at that but you know there's a lot of emotions again on both sides uh, I think it's more directed towards you know the, the context of the game not towards each other it turned in towards each other a little bit so yeah it, it, it created a little bit of environment there at the end um, but again I mean great energy in the ballpark and you know sometimes that happens with, with young men that, and that are competitors like they are so um, you know again we, we pull off the victory there we do a good job of handling it uh, there on, on Saturday night to be able to come out on the right side of this thing to, to get into Sunday for the rubber match. And, and then you roll into Sunday and yep. all the back and forth and you, you look up on Sunday, you're fifth, sixth inning, and it's a scoreless ball game. All yeah. of a sudden we're in a pitcher's duel yeah. where, you know, runs have kind of broken free here and there over the course of the first two games. And, and now uh, – both teams struggling to scratch runs across. They score two, you score two, and yep. and, and, and nothing really kind of gets solved, and you wind up in extra innings. Uh, that's, uh, I mean, as far as like entertainment and and quality ball games, uh, we had three of them over the weekend. That's what you want to see. Yeah, I mean, the fans didn't go home disappointed this week, uh, as far as entertainment wise. I mean, you know. All four nights, all one-run games, tight ball games, lots of energy, some good baseball going on. Uh, yeah, I, I thought they were fantastic games. And, yeah, you know, I think the story for us was Brendan Stupert's mm -hmm. right. Um, we had moved him to Sunday. We, we made it very clear that, you know, uh, it was not due to injury or anything like that. And we moved him to Sunday just surely because he hasn't performed like a Friday night guy. So uh, we challenged a young man, and, and, boy, was he good on Sunday, man. I mean, it was the best he had been all year long. Uh, just really, really good. Uh, you know, a couple free passes, a, a walk in HPP, put himself in a situation. They got a big hit with two outs and got it back up the middle. And, and uh, you know, hey, man, that's, that's just kind of a, a two good clubs going at it. We respond. We find a way to score two runs. And uh, I thought we just did a really good job of being aggressive. You know, uh, even Pierce, you know, we get first and third there. He reads the ball in dirt. Fantastic. Now we got second and third and nobody out. Rosebeer is that fly ball down the left field line. And, uh, you know, some people can kind of look at that. Uh, yeah, that Pierce got thrown out at third base, man. Like, what are we doing? That, that's our aggression, man. I, I thought it was the right play. And, you know, again, don't want to get thrown out there. We're already in scoring position. But, hey, man, if the throw goes through, like it looked like right. it was going to, he's mm -hmm. at third base with one out, right? And so uh, that's some of the risk-reward. I thought it was the right time to, to risk it. You know, obviously uh, didn't get the reward on the back end of it. But, um, uh, again, we get our chances here later in the ball game. Uh, also, we have the situation that spews over, and uh, you know, th there's some immaturities in in, in both groups, uh, you know, that that are there. And again, you got two competitive clubs that 
that love getting after it and love to compete, and sometimes their emotions get the best of them. And that's what we continue to try to explain to, to these young men. Hey, man, play with energy, not emotion. When you start playing with emotion, you get unfocused and you and you create situations that uh, don't need to be created. And so uh, at the end of the day, uh, I thought we did a good job responding to it to begin with. We get the bases loaded with one out, and then just, you know, we didn't get the big hit. And uh, we got to keep going after that. I think that was our, our one situation where, you know, the next inning, uh, I, I thought our approach was not the same that we had the inning before. I uh, had a bunch of guys, you know, just trying to walk it off on a, on a walk-off home run. And, again, you, you want to be aggressive. You want to be competitive. But uh, stay within yourself. Do it together as a club, and then uh, you'll put yourself in a good position. So, uh, again, no, no, we continue to fight to the end. Also getting extra innings, and we gave up the one run. But we get, uh, we get a good bat out of Michael Curry, right, gets the base hit there. And, uh, you know, a guy who had to come in the game because Zaffy got ejected for, you know, uh, looking at third dugout after you know, the ejections had been made. And that's some of the immaturities we're talking about. Like, you just – if we'll stay focused on us, uh, we'll, we'll be in a better position to have more success more more frequently. And uh, at the end of the day, man, yeah, I mean, what a heavyweight battle to go back and forth. Uh, we end up on the wrong end of it, and there's some things that we've got to get better at. Um, but, you know, again, I told them to hit the reset button after the Uno Series. We did. We're 2-2 two and two this week, not where we want to be 500 but we're so close to taking that next step and and hopefully um you know uh, this 10-day break will help yeah. us get to that quicker sooner than later yeah I, th- I think you saw it this this whole week just the the overall competitiveness yeah how tight things were that that will to win is yep. there yep. um and and also at, at some point I, and it's tough to kind of quantify but the understanding of what needs to be done to get to that point and i Correct. think you started to see that this weekend uh of it starting to kind of click with uh, with several of the guys yeah 100 percent. that was my message after the game yesterday you know we, we lose a tough series at home to mcneese um and hey man your will's being tested uh let's just be honest you know the, the last three weeks is Obviously not what we want, but, hey, man, we're trending in the right direction. So we can give into it, you know, and say, hey, man, Coach, this is just too tough. And, you know, it just it is what it is. We're, we're not going to do what we want to this year. Or we can just keep going. And that's what we talked about on Friday night. Uh, obviously you saw that bounce back mm-hmm. out there on, on Saturday. Easy to mail it in. We're down 3 nothing, and just say, ah, Coach, is just not going to be our, our game or whatever. They didn't. They showed the resilience to continue to compete and continue to go. So, um, you know, again, that's the same message that I had for them after the game yesterday. I, hey, it, it stinks. It, it does. I, I don't I don't like where we are. I know they don't like where we are. Uh, but we got to take some ownership of it and know that, hey, man, something's got to be done about it. There's some things, again, we're going to have a team meeting today. We've, we've got to get more mature. I think our immaturity uh, as a club is why we're so inconsistent. There's there's moments that, again, we're, we're playing with energy and it becomes emotion and it becomes in a, in, in a different context that it needs to be and not directed towards us, but directed towards others. And that's – uh, social media shows you a lot. I mean, it, it, it tells you what to think sometimes. And uh, unfortunately, I think, you know, we fall victim to that in this society as far as our, our young men. And, um, you know, it's about the clicks and the retweets and the likes. And uh, just we don't know what true competitiveness is um, and, and the maturity of competitiveness. And, again, that's not saying that you can't say some things sometimes. When it's invited, it is invited. When it's warranted. Um, also, we had all the ejections yesterday, which was – uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I don't like it by any means, you know, um, but we, we had a young man attack our dugout with a bat. I mean, so, you know, at the end of the day, you know, it, it's it's a two-part situation where, again, just tempers flared and, and some um, things immaturity-wise happened on both sides that, um, you know, constituted a situation where, where they had post-game ejections. Um, has all of that been settled at this point as far as what has been handed out? Do you know yep. – 
uh, how many guys, how it's going to be staggered. Obviously, I would, would hope it's all staggered yep. and, and not some mass, um, you know, removal yep. of guys from a couple of games. So. Yeah, per, per, per just regular rules, the in-game play, you know, Asphalt will get a four-game suspension because he's a pitcher. Uh, he was ejected during the altercation along with Gonzalez, our catcher, who's a position player. He only gets one game for being a position player. And then Grzaffi got, you know, ejected after that for, you know, his look into the dugout after he got the base hit. So he'll have a one-game suspension as well. All those will have to uh, serve now. Will not be able to be distributed, you know, uh, another game, so to speak. All the post-game ejections that were evaluated back on film on the ESPN Plus uh, and all the film that we provided uh, will be assessed. Uh, there were, uh, I think, in total nine or ten more ejections after post-game on our side, probably seven or eight on their side. So probably another you know, 16 to 18 guys that were ejected on, on both sides of, of the uh, situation, uh, handed down per the conference in NCAA. So we will be able to stagger those and, and use those and suspend them when we need to, and that way we've got a full ball club. And, um, you know, from the, from the looks of it, a majority of them are pitchers. So well, we can stagger those with the staff and not, mm -hmm. you know, uh, unfortunately we have some catchers involved in that as well. So we'll have to figure that out as, as well as we go along. So, you know, just just some more things to handle. I mean, look, and it's when it gets dark sometimes, it's, it just continues to rain a little bit more. But uh, you got to endure, endure the weather so you can see the sunshine on the other side of it. And, uh, again, we've got a team meeting a day to address some things to get better uh, because it is. It's a club that can still do everything that we want to do. Uh, be where we want to be at the end of the year. And, and you know, six weeks from now, we're, we're having great conversations and talking about another championship. Uh, but there's some things that have got to continue to, to trend the right way and a couple of things that got to change with just how we're handling some situations. Well, uh, if you, you needed a spark, boy, uh, you definitely <laughs> – you, you saw the emotion this weekend. Yep. So, uh, well, you got a, one game coming up midweek, and then there's a, a stretch with, with nothing. And that means time to rest uh, as far as physically, but also get work in. You've got Jackson State on Tuesday night. You saw them uh, first week of the season, yep. um, a 19 to nothing win up in Jackson. Uh, they're kind of having a – uh, kind of riding the roller coaster this year, yeah. so to speak. Uh, it's not the, the typical running away with it that we've seen from Jackson State, but obviously you know that they've, they've still got enough talent to come in and, and, and cause you some issues. Well, no doubt. Well, and, and this is a prime example of we cannot overlook this game by any means. I mean, this is a this is a great opportunity for us to be able to get back on the field after a tough weekend. And I felt like we competed well last week. You know, Again, did, did some emotions be immature in what we did and some things, yes. Uh, but it's a great opportunity tomorrow to continue to play with that type of competitiveness and that type of energy and direct in the right direction uh, to get back on a, on a winning track before we go into this 10-game break. So uh, I think our outlook on the game has got to be uh, to go out there and obviously thrive the best we possibly can, just play the best baseball we can. Let's, let's, let's pitch it to the best of our abilities. Let's hit it to the best of our abilities. Let's play defense to the best of our abilities. Um, and, and really just I want to dominate in all facets tomorrow as far as, you know, gamesmanship and how we play. And, and again, still play with that energy, just direct in a more mature way uh, and that competitiveness. That way we, we keep the good and we get rid of the bad from that standpoint. So, uh, like you said, you know, again, on the week, uh, you, you saw the fire a little bit more in there, right? Mm -hmm. I think that was what we were, were lacking last week. We just had such a 
not confident week last week after losing that game to Southern Miss and then obviously, you know, our, our, our Thursday debacle there at UNO, um, just to no confidence on Sunday when we were trying to win, you know, at least one game and get out of UNO with, with a game or the week with a game. So it was good to see that back in play. That's got to continue to carry over. Um, uh, again, just got to continue to get it in the right direction. Uh, and we'll have those conversations. And like I told the guys, man, your will's being tested. My will's being tested. I'll, I'll be perfectly honest with you, but I know what I'm going to do, and I told them the same thing that they need to do, is I'm going to compete to the very end uh, to find a way to make sure we come out on the right end of this thing. We start winning a few more of these games. Uh, the recipe's right there in front of us. We just got to tweak it a little bit, and then we'll be talking on the radio show with 4-0 and weeks, right? Yeah. And we'll be back in the right direction. And again, it's tax season, right? Tax, tax season, it, it's, it's time for us to heat up and go and uh, this is the when we go so it'll be good to see us uh, get back after tomorrow and then, and then obviously get into the second half of conference play. Well they talk about the mental aspect of the game of baseball and the fact that it is such a grind because it is day after day after day you don't have you know uh, you play one game, rest a week, a chance to kind of recoup both mentally and physically and then and then go back out there, the stuff you've worked on. You kind of have to do it all at the same time and hope that, you know, what you've done, you know, either applies that night or the next night and, and kind of get things going. But, I mean, that's case in point of what you just talked about here yep. over the last couple of weeks. What we've seen is that mental aspect of the ball game. Yeah, it's huge. And, again, when we talk about college baseball, Division One baseball, um, you know, just uh, talent's a lot of time high, no doubt. So what's your separator? What's going to be your, your 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 reason why you're sitting there winning 70% of your games, right, and, and being in first place in conference play, or, or you're sitting there winning 50% of your games and you're sitting in the middle of the pack to last place? So uh, the difference is going to be that makeup, that mentality, the ability to be able to handle the adversity and the ups and downs and the emotions and uh, the whole nine yards, right, to be able to handle the successes and handle the failures and just be consistent in what you are and what you're doing there. So um, also we've got to be better at it because, you know, we, we haven't handled it very well here in the last couple of weeks, but the good thing is it's trending in the right direction after watching what we did this past weekend. Well, Jackson State is 6 o'clock first pitch on uh, Tuesday night. Buy one, get one free. The primetime Tuesday promotion uh, against the uh, Jackson State Tigers coming in. And Coach, uh, uh, as far as starting pitcher goes, have y'all made a decision on who it's going to be? Yeah, we've we've got a pretty good idea. Um, we we don't want to announce it just yet. We got to make sure on on some things and and uh, you know with these suspensions and make sure that we're we're going to go the route we're going to go. So uh, you know we'll get close to it. Uh, you know more than likely you'll see a, a multitude of arms in mm -hmm. there. Uh, there are some uh, a couple bullpen guys we do want to get in there too to get some you know uh, again work done before we get there. But at, at the end of the day, we're going to do everything we can to go win the ball game tomorrow, right? So uh, you know, yeah, it'd be nice to, to get some guys in there, but we're going to do whatever it takes to 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 go win a ball game and, and kind of put this thing to to rest uh, before we have this 10-day hiatus. All right, well, a uh, chance to get some work in tomorrow, and then, uh, well, next week, Allen will be back, and we'll be talking about uh, this Jackson State game and looking ahead uh, to, uh, to Lamar. well, it'll be Lamar is the yep. next. Uh, we'll be at the end of April, believe it or not. Holy cow. Was what we'll be. It goes <laughs> The next fast. time we start playing baseball after that. Well, Coach, thanks for joining us here today as uh, talking some Lion baseball and uh, uh, getting some good lunch in as well. No doubt, Damon. Appreciate your lineup. This has been Inside Southeastern Baseball with Matt Reiser presented by Creighton Townsend Homes here on the patio at K Street Seafood Station. Be sure and join us each and every Monday. We're here at noon through the end of the season.